Welcome back, Art World. This is the Art World Podcast. I am Miss Art World, and I have my co-host, Lisa. Hey, how's it going? It's good. Thanks for having me back. Of course, always. <laughs> always. You're required to be here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Darn. Uh, we have a very special artist guest with us. We have John Ching with us. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. Um, so diving right into it, can you tell us um, a little bit about your art and um, schooling background, any of that? Um, Start wherever you wherever you, wherever you <laughs> feel like. Cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> so in finger painting. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I my art, I um, I paint a lot of animals, as you can see. Um, yeah, I just, uh, the natural world is sort of like an endless pool of inspiration. Um, and there's also just like so much change happening to it um, that I just feel compelled to work with, uh, with animals and plants. Um, and that's been, yeah, for like the last five or six years. It's that's been awesome. Primarily that. Yeah. Um, I love it. <laughs> That's great. Um, and you have incredible technique. Thanks. <laughs> um, did you go to school or did you work under someone or self-taught? It's like kind of a mix. Okay. Um, I didn't go to art school, but I've taken a painting class. Okay. I've taken a drawing class. Just um, one? Well, I've taken two painting classes. See, because that but... was my <laughs> mind. That's Honestly, unreal. looking at your work, it, it, your work is flawless. It's Wow, really great that's one of the reasons why we chose you yeah because i was like dang this guy can paint yeah <laughs> no seriously though. thanks thanks yeah i say like one painting class because the second one was very like um analytical or you know like everyone in the class was painting however they wanted to and there was very little wow. technique it was more just like working on ideas i guess I don't yeah know. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've been spending like the last five years really just like trying to get better in each painting technically, technically, and also try to explore some interesting or magical ideas. <laughs> yeah, you have a... I'm, just, I'm shook. <laughs> it's so, you're so good. <laughs> Thank you. I, I mean, I've always drawn, like, yeah. I, you know, like uh, at an early age, I just like didn't put you know pencils like colored pencils or just pencils down yeah and in high school yeah it was really I don't know I got the bug you know it's like yeah. you you do a, a, a drawing and you mm -hmm. see yourself improve and that makes you want to do the next one and improve even better um so yeah I don't know that's awesome <laughs> thanks and you're from Hawaii right yeah yeah so I was born and raised there um on Oahu and came to California uh, for college, um, okay. which I uh, got a degree in mechanical engineering. Okay, yeah, um, that ties right in. Yeah, <laughs> I think to the technical <laughs> aspect. Um, yeah, I studied engineering. It was sort of like when I graduated high school, it was like uh, I was good at science and I was good at art and college, the purpose of college seemed to like get a job or, you know, mm -hmm. like train yourself for that, so... I chose that, but I had a few opportunities to, like, work throughout um, getting my degree, and I just was, like, it was miserable. Yeah. Like, 
one of my jobs, I would like, um, you know, go there before the sun rose and then leave when this after the sunset. And it was like a windowless office and just doing really stupid work. And so my senior year, I was like, okay, screw it. Like, yeah, <laughs> I got the degree, you know, for, the parents are happy. Mm-hmm. And um, now I'm gonna just try to be an artist. Yeah. If that's what life is, like, I'm just going to go for the passion. So, um, so yeah, I did a study abroad, um, like a month or a, a semester in Italy. Cause I was like, you yeah, know, of where better to like learn about art than where it was born, yeah. born again. So, um, was in Florence and then, yeah, pretty much have just been finding my way. <laughs> that's amazing. And the study abroad program was like art geared. Like yeah, you went to study art. Then? Yeah, okay. totally. So I was like, um, I have a semester. I'm just gonna like learn as much as I can. Uh, so it was fun. I took um, painting and pastel. Um, I did uh, marble sculpture. That was pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. uh, marble is really hard. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think without I think the other classes was like cooking and Italian language. So, but. Very tr- cool. Yeah, went to all the museums and stuff. It was great. Nice. Do you have a favorite master painter that you love? Huh. I mean, Michelangelo. I just, mm-hmm. you can't get better than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, personally, just because, like, he's so technically perfect. Um, just like a true artist. There's, in Florence, there's actually... Um, on like this wall, there's this really roughed out human figure carved into the into the stone, and the story behind it is that Michelangelo like won a bet by like carving it behind his back, and like it's for that oh it's gosh. good like you know yeah. it's just like a genius yeah um, yeah but uh, my favorite sculptor which I feel like people don't give enough credit to is John Bologna. Um, there's like this amazing, um, it's probably like two stories high, um, this like old figure, this old man at the edge of a lake. Um, and it's just like a lot of poured plaster. So his beard is all kind of drippy, his hair is all drippy and he's just like really just there and it's like so amazing and nobody knows about it. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. So oh, we'll have to tag them on our Instagram. Sure will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking at your pieces, you kind of play with different elements that I think you touched on a little bit earlier where you talk about having a magical element to it. Is there a purpose behind the the kind of magic touch that you put into it? Yeah. I mean, I think it started with just kind of a fascination to find like things in nature that mimicked each other whether it was like underwater or a plant or an animal like there's when you start looking for patterns and things that like you know resemble each other in nature you can find them and it's really cool so I think I started sort of mashing up um plants and animals like I I sort of call them flana because they're like flora and fauna creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was really fun. And, and then I just, it sort of is evolving into more just like nature is magic. Like it's, there's 
there's it's a whole world that we, we don't know anything about you know and so yeah just um using that to inspire myself but also i think inspire other people or like and yeah i don't know magic surrealism it's all fun it's like yeah one of the the fun tools we get to use as painters how do you decide what you're gonna paint next huh well i've been doing a lot of group shows lately so that's been sort of driving that process um but i don't know i i'm gonna start working on a series and so i sort of have like an overall idea and usually it's like whatever is the closest idea yeah um but yeah, sometimes I react to like what's going on in the world. Um, like I did a piece in response to Charlottesville and like okay. it was sort of just like a, a reaction to like our current president in general. But then when mm-hmm. that happened, I was like, okay, like I can't not. Yeah. Um, what does that yeah. piece look like? Is it still using kind of nature elements? Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's. <laughs> It sounds corny, but it looks cool, I think. Um, it's a eagle, a burning eagle um, in flight, and it's very, it's kind of like like that, you know, it's like a dark yeah. background, and um, its wings are on fire, and its um, legs are tied together, Ooh. and it has a very, like, anguished look on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like one of those where I'm like, cool, I'm painting that for myself, because no one wants to buy a burning eagle. Um, it's also like kind of large, like 30 by 40 or something. So, um, but yeah, it just was how I felt about it. And I couldn't, I was just like this. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I love that you are taking something that's happening now, but, and you're not sacrificing your style or Mm -hmm. what you want to paint, but using what you like to paint and tying it into what is happening with these events. I think that's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, I sort of, I don't know, I feel like a sense of responsibility, like, I think art serves many purposes, but I think one of them is to be a mirror to society, to to start conversations, um, and yeah, I, I feel like that is a big motivation for me, yeah. Awesome. I really like your Hello Kitty um, pieces. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, that was so fun. Wait, I do. They're on his Instagram. Which... Oh, I just have one, but yeah. Oh, you only have one? <laughs> yeah, because it was for the um, 45th anniversary uh, show at uh, Corey Helford in Boyle Heights. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that was a really crazy show. It was like the, the, there was like a line out the door, around the corner, down the block. It was Dang. crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, luckily, I got in with like a little wristband. So yeah. Like, <laughs> you're like, you're an artist. Yeah. yeah come on in. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, can I bring like five friends? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, thanks. So yeah, that was a really, I like that piece. <laughs> so can you talk about um, kind of your relationship with the galleries that you work with? uh in like what regard so uh you were saying that you show in different galleries are you represented or is it more there's a call for entry and you're putting in your pieces Mm, i see um i don't have representation um it's been sort of just like a submit like you know i submit to a lot of galleries um but 
luckily lately I've like galleries have been reaching out to me um, and inviting me to group shows so that's great that's really cool yeah, yeah. Um, cause yeah before that it was just like send you know send a submission to whoever I feel like I wanted to show yeah. with <laughs> and then forget that I even got in touch and you know see if I ever hear back but yeah mm -hmm. How has it been um, joining the art world in L.A.? Because it can be a little difficult with, I know we've heard from a lot of people who get their um, like MFAs or BFAs out here, they already have that built-in community, but mm. you kind of have to start from scratch. Yeah, yeah. How has that been? And do you have any advice for someone who's doing it? Yeah, it's been amazing, actually. Um, so I've been, I was in San Francisco two and a half years ago. Okay. And so um, then I moved to L.A. Um, Everyone that I've met is super cool, super nice. Um, I feel like, you know, really it's just going to shows. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's it's easy in L.A. to turn up to a show because there's such amazing art here. Like, it's it's incredible. Yeah. Like, I've, I don't think I've been to a show where I wasn't, like, stoked about something that I saw, yeah. you know? And, like, in San Francisco... There are cool shows, but it's not, it's just like the amount here is amazing. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Just, uh, I was really bad at meeting people, like talking to strangers before, but I think moving here, I was just like, this is something that I have to do. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's like anything once you do it the first time it's intimidating, but then you did it and you know, yeah. um, and I also got lucky, um, I kind of like jokingly call him my fairy godfather, not to his face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's not listening, but um, <laughs> um, he was a, a collector that um, he's like a big time collector. Um, and he bought one of my paintings and um, he just spotted me at a show because, you know, I'm, I'm not, I don't like put my face on my like all over my Instagram, yeah. but I'm not shy mm -hmm. to like show what I look like. And, um, so I met him and then I've just been like running into him and he like, since he's such a big collector, he like knows everybody and is like very happy to introduce me to That's people. Great. So yeah, it's been great. And I've gotten to meet like some heroes, you know, just randomly. Um, so yeah, it's really cool. LA is really like where it's at and yeah. just go see art like for the sake of seeing it but you never know who you might run into who you might talk to um yeah there's serendipity at play <laughs> awesome you seem from looking at your studio area mm -hmm. to be a very clean painter are yeah. you super clean I think so, yeah. <laughs> this, this is me like when I paint I have like blue in my ear and like yeah in my hair. Mm. Uh, yeah, sometimes my wife comes home and I have paint on my face that I don't realize. <laughs> um, but yeah, for the most part, I am pretty clean. And it's weird, like I used to um, have a studio in Frogtown, um, but got booted at the beginning of this year. So that's why I'm back at home. But um, yeah, sometimes it's almost like the kitchen has to be clean for me to like have <laughs> yeah. the mental space. I don't know what it is, but like. Yeah, just to have the mental space to, like, actually, like, let, be able to focus mm -hmm. on what I'm working on. Um, cleanliness is important. I don't know, like, have you ever seen um, Francis Bacon's studio? 
it's you should google it it's crazy really? he he lived in chaos it was just oh like just piles of crap and paint and i think actually if you in ireland somewhere you can actually go and see like they um basically moved everything and put it back and wow. so they have, you can see what his studio looked like yeah um that's like my worst nightmare that would that would be the worst thing in my <laughs> life like, i can't that's, paint i can't do anything i'm similar like, like in, for me to get something done like my house has to be cleaned first yeah like for me to pack for vacation like i need to do laundry and clean all my clothes put them back up and then take everything out oh. but <laughs> it's ridiculous yeah but, no it's yeah. it's a mental thing yeah i know it's a weird part of our brain but exactly yeah and some but like uh bacon he like needed that chaos yeah yeah to then be able to create work totally um and it's cool i mean if you feel that energy in mm-hmm. his work so it's yeah. all yeah what you're comfortable with i guess so a lot of your pieces are of various sizes do mm-hmm. you like to paint big do you like to paint small what's your preferred um I guess medium. Medium? Yeah, like too small. I do a lot of detail, but I mm-hmm. actually don't work with like super tiny brushes, so too small is like kind of hard. Okay. Um, and big, well, that piece is, I just... That piece is big. Yeah. It was <laughs> like, I want to do the biggest painting that I've ever done. Okay. It was early on. I was just like really mm-hmm. energized, and I think like a lot of people when they're starting out want to go big it's yeah. exciting you mm-hmm. feel like an artist your you know your shoulder hurts yeah. and <laughs> um but then you realize as you get older that you have to put it somewhere yeah. <laughs> so um yeah i would like to go bigger than what i've been doing lately i feel like also a lot of group shows you don't want to take up too much space mm-hmm. or a lot of times they give you a size limit and it's hard to really like sink a lot of time into just a piece for a group show. So, um, so that's sort of resulted in small to medium okay. pieces. Yeah. Is it this, I guess question for both of you, is it a different technique that you use when you go big versus medium versus medium or small? Or small. Yeah. <laughs> I think your brushes just get big. <laughs> picker. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know we've talked like mirrorless to go really big. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's not as much detail. Oh, I see. Yeah, probably. I mean, I think for me, if I went big, it couldn't really scale. Like I wouldn't scale my birds. I wouldn't uh-huh. paint like a giant bird. Yeah. I would just have to, it'd be like widening the the lens, you know, I just have more birds. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Just um, all the birds in one canvas. <laughs> yeah. How many birds can I fit in this square? (laughs) Yeah, but I think some people's art scales, you know, Mm -hmm. like they can do sort of the same composition on a big thing or Mm -hmm. on a small. It just kind of depends. So on your Instagram, Mm -hmm. you say you're a new contemporary painter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the labels are, but that just, for me, it seems like the biggest umbrella that I could do so um i mean you know there's like pop surreal lowbrow uh i don't know all these other terms but i don't i don't know i I don't know i need i probably need someone else to like define it for me i guess but i kind of like that it's that you're leaving it open that you're not i i don't know how i feel about artists having to label themselves as like yeah 
I'm a surrealist painter. Yeah. Right. It, it seems very narrowing. And yeah. like only people who like surrealist paintings will come and look at your pieces. True. Mm-hmm. And I also just feel like surrealism is a different thing now. But mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It's like only through like only through history can you look back and properly label something. So I think if I'm contributing to anything, it's to new contemporary. Um, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's just a, a way to brand it, I guess. Or <laughs> yeah. You have to say something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. You were saying earlier that you sell prints. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk about that? We get that question a lot mm-hmm. from artists. Do I make prints? Do I sell prints? Is it worth it? Do I not do it? So Yeah. I think, um, I don't know. For me, it was just like a lot of people that um support me are like people like me so i like they're i don't have the money to buy original art um but yeah so i just kind of wanted to have something that they could support me in that way um also just have my art in their space and keep it at a reasonable price um i think it's a great it's a great way to supplement the practice um because yeah i don't know it's it's a I like it a little more because it feels more like patronage, you know, um, than I guess I don't know what the other way is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been nice. It's I think it's it is a a lot to like I, I put it off for so long because there's just a lot to like figure out I mm-hmm. think and like to make it cost effective so that you're not asking people to spend so much, you know. Yeah. Um, uh that takes a lot of like time and research and resources but um yeah I'm really happy that I started doing it I had a really great um friend and artist who basically just like told me what to do so and now there's YouTube yeah. so <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> you just awesome can google it and someone will tell you how to how to go about it mm-hmm. yeah would you say um so I l- went and looked on your website and it seemed like you really, really enjoy painting birds. I love birds. Would you say like that's your favorite go-to yeah, animal? Totally. I, they're just like, I mean, there's such a variety of species and they're all like so beautiful. Um, I think something about the texture of their wings and I mean, just that they fly make them magical and mm-hmm. like, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, it also helps with composition. You can kind of put them anywhere because you, they can exist anywhere in space. So That's beautiful. Yeah, um, <laughs> well said. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're just the most evolved creature, you know? I mean, they're dinosaurs, so they have, they're definitely like at the pinnacle, in my opinion, of uh, creatures on this planet. Um, and yeah, I don't know. You know, Portlandia made a joke, like, put a bird on it. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's a real thing, I think. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're cool. I love birds. Awesome. Do you have a favorite bird? Huh. Um, that's a good question. I probably should. Uh, I love hawks. I don't know. I think I go through phases. Like, I went through a raptor phase where I was just, like, obsessed with, like, the most ferocious-looking bird of prey 
um, and I got into like Hawaiian birds for a little bit. They're you know so perfectly mm-hmm. evolved to fit the plants that they help pollinate. Um, yeah, I don't know. I could probably give you a list of a top yeah. ten. <laughs> have you ever gone bird watching? Yeah. You have. That's cool. Yeah. Um, actually, LA and just SoCal in general is great. There's so many. Um, birds that are like migratory that pass through here mm-hmm. and just resident um it's yeah even just like out out my kitchen window it's been a joy to sort of like see the seasons pass through like what birds are like hanging around yeah um yeah bird watching you gotta get up early though because uh <laughs> like otherwise they're just like flying around like That's awesome. to, yeah so it's worth it though um and then if people wanted to find you on instagram uh, John Ching Art, J-O-N-C-H-I-N-G Art. Um, if you put a .com, that's my website. Oh, is it? Okay. And yeah. do you sell your prints on your website? I do, that's yeah. That's smart. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can go there, check out my art, buy a print or stickers or whatever. Okay. And, yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. I have a last question. Do you have a No, go for okay. it. Besides the show, what's next for John in 2019? 2019 um i think i'm just gonna be hunkering down and working on a new series oh okay um i haven't done that all year i the last series i did was last year so um that's exciting because i get to yeah really just um think about something and piece it out (laughs) that's awesome that's always exciting yeah Yeah. like have more ways of saying what i want to overall say so um yeah i'm really looking forward to that awesome well keep us posted i will yeah thanks so much for having me yeah thanks for coming on and welcoming us into uh to the studio yes happy (laughs) to have you (laughs) all right we love you guys thanks bye Bye.